Welcome to the St. Paul's Episcopal Church podcast. Here, we will share our thoughts, voices, and prayers. St. Paul's is a progressive community of faith with ancient roots. You can find out more about St. Paul's at their website, stpauls.dioup.org, or find us on Facebook. If you would like to share your words on this podcast, send us a message. May God's peace be with you today and always. Words twice a week, 422. Words twice a week on Thursday is a series of introductory thoughts on the scripture lessons for next Sunday. Uh, for this week, that would be Acts 4, 5 to 12, Psalm 23, 1 John 3, 16 to 24, and John 10, 11 to 18. Um, so it's probably best to have read them over ahead of time, or at least have them at hand to scan as we go along. Presented as a bulleted list, and this week I'm using this sound to represent a bullet point in uh, each new thought. So, um, and first a thought from Frederick Beekner on Earth Day. Okay, I give up. This is really frustrating. There was this nice piece from Frederick Beekner about how the environment is such a lame word for something that is really our mother as we are born and our home as we are buried, something like that. But I can't find it. I think maybe I included it in one of these posts, but I skimmed through all the way to last November and didn't find it. Oh well, happy Earth Day. Calls to mind a really nice song by Tom Chapin, Happy uh, Happy Earth Day. There's a link on the website, and it's off the Billy the Squid album. There's a link on the website to uh, that song also. And, of course, the website I'm talking about is wordstwiceaweek.blogspot.com. So, some thoughts from some of the scripture lessons for Sunday, the 4th of Easter, Acts 4, 5 to 12. So Peter and John healed and saved a man who was lame, and Peter explained it to the crowds. That was last week's lesson. This upset the authorities and ended up with Peter and John being arrested. So now Peter explains to the authorities. And note that he uses some of the same ideas as with the crowd. You killed Jesus, God raised him. Is this sharper because they are... In fact, the religious leaders, authorities, note there is no suggestion that they acted in ignorance as there was with the crowd. And the power of names in the ancient world. Where do we see the power of a name today? How did you get your name? If you could choose a name, what would it be? 
I did have a childhood friend who changed his name, but I guess I'm not really sure why. Anyway, Peter and Luke say that in Jesus, God has given us a name we can use to accept the divine presence, perhaps the divine power. And Peter asks, are we being questioned for doing a good deed, like giving a bottle of water to someone standing in line to vote? Or is there something else behind all this? And so here's a question. What is it that disturbs the authorities? Is it that Peter and John healed the man? Or is it that they are claiming the resurrection is real? Note that the resurrection shifts the balance of power towards the believers and away from the authorities' leaders. Does this seem like it might be a problem? Okay, Psalm 23. Have you memorized it consciously or unconsciously? If someone starts saying it, could you continue on? Two possible structures, not necessarily contradictory. Verses 1 and 2, God as a shepherd. Verses 3 to 4, life and dangers of a wanderer. And then 5 and 6, God as host. Or verses 1 to 4, God as shepherd in a time of threat. Verses 5 to 6, security in the worshiping community. Shepherd in ancient Israel could also refer to the king who was to take care of the people. So the image is both pastoral and political. Where do you see each theme in the psalm? I fear no evil, for you are with me. Echoes back, fear not, for I am with you, of Isaiah 43, 5. Nice. Verses 4 to 6, life is ultimately good and secure, though with times of trouble. 1 John 3, 16 to 24, in the scheme of the whole message, we shift from avoiding sin to we should love each other. True love is love in action. Quote here, true love may be done but left unspoken, but it certainly is not spoken but left undone. End quote. What do you think? Can love be done but left unspoken? Verse 19 to 22, well, this just seems a little confused. One writer sums it up. The life of faith is not without dilemmas of conscience. That we should believe in his name and love one another. What does believing in his name mean to you? And then John 10, 11 to 18, verses 1 to 10 is about shepherds, sheep, gates, strangers, thieves, The good shepherd, as opposed to the hired hand, cares for the sheep even at the cost of his own life. When do we act like a good shepherd? When do we act like a hired hand? And this just occurred to me. Why doesn't the PH in shepherd sound like an F? Because two different syllables, maybe? The good shepherd lays down his life and takes it back for the good of the sheep. The text does not glorify powerlessness, vulnerability, or self-sacrifice for their own sake, but always for the well-being of the sheep. 
power and freedom are not inherently bad. The issue is always devotion to the well-being of others. Being like Christ means giving the self in service, whatever that entails. It might mean using the gifts that you have been given rather than simply enjoying them yourself or ignoring them. What gifts or skills do you have that could be employed for the well-being of others? Is that happening because of something within you or some external issue? One flock, because there is one shepherd, not because we are all alike. Who are other flocks like yours? Who are other flocks different from yours? How does that work out? The sheep and the shepherd know each other. How well do the sheep know each other? Is that important? Other sheep flocks could be one, the Gentiles, two, other denominations, even in the early church, three, future believers, you and me. Jesus was free and obedient. Okay, it's a mystery, a paradox. When, where do you experience freedom? When are you obedient? Verse 18, just another reminder. In John, no one takes Jesus' life from him. He lays it down and takes it up, like his clothes at the foot washing event in John 13 for the sheep. That's what I got for now.